Hey guys, Darren Bentley here. And before we get started, I wanted to make a special announcement. We have officially opened registration for the Private Money Conference, which is a three-day live event where you will learn directly from Jay and his team how to raise thousands of dollars in private money to fund all of your real estate deals. Now, in today's changing market, more and more people are losing out to other investors because most of those investors have the cash to fund these deals. Did you know that you are missing out on 87% of the real estate deals out there because you don't have access to private money? Sadly, most real estate investors don't even know this is the reason why they continue to lose deal after deal. And with everything that's happening in the market today, you absolutely need every advantage available to you. And having access to unlimited amounts of private money is your big advantage. So to register for this live event, head over to jconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event, where you will be able to lock in your seat for this live in-person three-day event, which takes place June 12th, 13th, and the 14th in beautiful North Carolina. But you got to be fast because there are a limited number of seats, and when they are gone, they're gone. So again, to take advantage of this incredible event and to learn how to raise all the private money you'll ever need directly from Jay Connor and his team, head over to jayconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jayconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event. Now let's get into today's episode. Fernando, question. In single family houses, we got three kinds of cash. We got cash now, we got cash flow, and we got cash later. We got cash now, that could be wholesaling, that could be rehabbing and flipping. We got cash flow, that could be landlording, positive cash flow on properties. You got cash later, that's building wealth. You can build wealth through uh, single family houses. So that's cash now, cash flow, cash later in the world of single family houses. Compare and contrast single family houses to self storage on those three points of cash now, cash flow, cash later. Absolutely. So talk about the cash now, because I actually just closed the transaction last week. We wholesale the self-storage facility in Hiawatha, Iowa. It took us about 30 days to do the underwriting completely to get all of our documents. We found a buyer that was a 1031 buyer. He had to he had to deploy about a little over a million bucks or else he's going to be hit with a $300,000 tax bill. Mm. So we locked up Hiawatha, the self-storage facility for 800000 We turned around and within 15 days, we resold it to the 1031 investor for a million thirty-two, And we walked away with a $232,000 check as an assignment fee. So that's your Shut cash. the front door, man. A two hundred. That's like I'd never heard of that big of a wholesale deal on a single-family house. Right. <laughs> Just about the same amount of time to wholesale that self-storage facility as it does to wholesale a single-family home. 
with not much more due diligence, really maybe 20% more time spent on the due diligence of that property. All right. So let's have a little case study here on that deal since you've got me all excited now. So how did you find the deal? Yep. Found it from just calling brokers. We engaged a, a commercial broker out in Iowa. He said he had this property with an owner that was looking to retire. And we said, you know, how, how soon do you need to close? And he said, the sooner the better. I said, okay, that's exactly how we operate here. If you can give us 60 days for closing, we can get that done for you without having to put any contingencies for a loan. He was ecstatic about that, brought it to his owner. We got the price down to 800000 And then after we took some photos and ran through all the financials of the facility, we realized that we had a pretty good property on our hand well below market value. And then, so when we found our 1031 investor, they were looking for stable income that they didn't have to do a lot of work on, but they didn't want any partners. Uh, so this was a, almost like a match made in heaven there. And so we, we wholesaled the deal for him. We closed uh, last Friday and joined the $232,000 signing fee. So did you have the buyer lined up or on your list before you put the property under contract? Yep. So the buyer was on our list from previous communications and they just happened to just the perfect timing they needed to, they already sold their, their subject property. And I think they only had about, about 60 days left to close on a, a new property to be compliant with the 1031 laws. So we got there just in time with about 15 days to spare. So in my world, I, on average, my acquisitionist and myself, we have to review 15 completed property lead sheets from sellers to buy one deal. That's on average, all right? How many deals do you and your team need to analyze to put a deal or a self-storage under contract? Yeah, we're around the same range, maybe a little bit higher. So 15 to 20 deals that come across our desk. You know, our, our models, we send out an offer to everybody, even if they tell us they don't want one. And we usually will get anywhere between one to three under contract. And then throughout the due diligence process, one to two of those will drop off and we'll close on one for every 15 to 20 deals that come in. That's an interesting strategy, sending a offer out to everybody, whether they, you can't come to terms over the phone or they say they don't want an offer. What's your best guess as to what percentage of your offers are you actually able to negotiate a deal that you sent the offer after they told you don't send me an offer or there was, it didn't even look like there was a possibility of doing business over the phone prior to you sending the offer? What we found is the majority of the deals that we take down, it, they don't sign a contract with us as soon as they meet us. It usually takes about 60 to 90 days to build the rapport to really get you know, to where we need to be on price and on terms. And what we found is the reason we do, we send everybody offers a written offer is because, you know, something can change in six months. You know, they could have some type of life event that's going to require them to liquidate or all of a sudden a pandemic hits the entire world and they don't feel comfortable with the amount of cash they have currently and they want to lick, you know, they want to increase that cash stockpile. And the very first people they're going to call are the ones that they've already talked to and that already have some type of material in front of them. 
Sure, they could have gotten a bunch of verbal offers on the phone and it didn't work out. But when they have a physical piece of paper, a contract that was sitting on their desk or in a folder that they filed away with our contact information on it, we're usually one of the very first people that get a call back when someone's situation changes. And now that offer that they thought was too low before, they'll more than gladly take it knowing that we can close cash and without any contingencies. So when you send a written offer to everybody, is there a deadline on that offer or is it open-ended or what kind of time frame do you put on that offer? Yep. So there's usually anywhere between three to five days for them to accept the offer. And then there's another three to five days for their attorney to review the offer to make any changes they want to the terms that are not associated with the purchase price. But that being said, it's always good for them to have it because they can call back and say we're in a market that's better that, than it was when we initially made the offer, then we can honor that offer. Or if the market has slid a little bit like it has now, we can also say, hey, that offer, like you see on the bottom of the, you know, the third page there, it was only good for that three-day period, but I'm glad you called me. Let's try to rehash this out now with today's current economic situation in the market and, and come to a deal that makes sense. That's a win-win for both of us. Before we close out the show, Fernando, you also have a syndication where people might be interested in being involved in the self-storage business, but doesn't want to go through the hassle of finding deals, negotiating deals and finding buyers. How can people become involved with you in that way uh, through your syndication? Yeah. So everything's always, a relationship, right? So we'd love to get to know who you are and what your goals are for not only your investments, but you know, just for your life in general. And then we can match you up with deals in our pipeline that would make sense. Some people, they need cash today. So they, for them, it would be better to come into an income producing property or maybe even a fund of income producing properties that can spread their risk across multiple properties, multiple geographies. Some other people that don't need necessarily any cash today, or maybe they have too much cash today and they actually need, you know, drop their taxable situation or are just looking to grow their nest egg, then maybe a development style deal will be right for them. One where we're going and we're finding a market that has not been completely penetrated yet. We're building class A REIT grade, you know, facilities that are 100,000 plus square feet stabilizing it over a period of three to five years and then selling it to a REIT or a publicly traded company at, you know, usually anywhere between one and a half to two times our initial investment in the deal. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Fernando, thank you so much for joining me uh, here on the show. And again, folks, the way for you to reach Fernando and connect with him. Well, let's just tell everybody, Fernando, because we got a number of people listening on the podcast, how can they connect with you? Sure. So on all social media, I have a new social media handle. It's the storage stud. So the storage stud. you can also find me at the, <laughs> you like that, Jay? <laughs> I like that. I mean, I, I, you know, someone, I, you need to have a special session to help someone to get someone to help you with your self image. Yeah. <laughs> So you can, you can find me anywhere on, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the storage stud. You can go to our website, thestoragestud.com, or if you'd like to, you know, communicate with us from the investment company, you can go to titanwealthgroup.com. 
That's wonderful. Well, Fernando, thank you so much for uh, being with us here on the show, man. I appreciate you, brother. I love your heart. Yeah, I appreciate you. Thanks so much, Jay. All right. God bless. All right, folks. There you have it. Thank you for joining us here on another show. I'm Jay Connor, the Private Money Authority, wishing you all the best. And here's to taking your real estate investing business to the next level. We'll see you, see you on the next show. Bye for now.